And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer. And today, we got a special guest, my friend Haley Rowe. Now, she's going to be bringing the heat for y'all today. So sit back and relax while I bring in her bio, and then I'll bring her right in. Haley Rowe is a marketing sales coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. She helps authors, coaches, and service-based business owners get clients consistently, develop their no-brainer offers, and grow their income without the social media overwhelm holding them back. She shares her F-A-S-T fast framework, marketing and business tips in her Health Coach Nation podcast and in the Health Coach Nation Facebook group. We'll have that linked up below. She's been named as one of the top 25 coaches in Chicago and one of the top six business podcasts for health coaches. Since 2010, Haley has worked in the coaching industry and in business development marketing for startups. Here's Haley's philosophy for you guys. You can have an amazing service and impact to make, but without a strong mindset and sales and marketing plan, your business will remain a hobby. To learn more about Haley, visit her website, go to HaleyRoad.com or connect with her on Instagram. Again, the website, the groups, all that stuff will be linked in. But for now, let's bring her on to the show. Haley, welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. How you doing? Thank you. I'm good. I'm, that was so well read. I've never Thank heard you. anybody read my bio that excited. Hey, you know, I always just get, get, I get our people hyped up. You know, I figure yeah. like I could be boring and read the bio, but if you're going to listen to it, I want right. you to feel good, right? And I yeah. think we just need to do that more in life anyways. Like if we have a chance to make somebody feel better or more excited, we should take it. I love it. Absolutely. All right. So talk to me about this. You've done a lot of things. You've been in the industry for a while. How did you get started in the industry and how did you end up doing what you do now? Take me through the, the evolution. Yeah. So I started in the coaching world with my first certifications and my first quote unquote business in 2010, I had to get legal guardians to sign my paperwork because I was very young at the time. And I knew I liked personal growth. I knew I liked wellness. I knew I liked coaching, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with all of that. And so I ended up getting my bachelor's in entrepreneurship in Los Angeles, where you are. Um, and then I started to work in the business development and marketing world for wellness startups. And I gained a lot of experience there. It was very fast paced. Um, you had to do things that I've never done before as far as like figure out how to do this on our website or figure out how to market this or whatever. And so it was a process. And back in, I thought I had found my dream job, <clears throat> but um, I kind of put my coaching on the back burner during that time because it was such a hands-on job and so many hours. And then in 2017, one of the companies I worked for um, had some struggles, had some delays, yada, yada, and everybody got let go. And so I realized during that time, oh, shoot, uh, I should have been keeping my coaching a little bit on the back burner. I had to kind of start from scratch. And I did start from scratch in 2017, um, doing like coaching in marketing and sales, but specifically for coaches, wellness professionals, basically anybody who's in the business of making the world a healthier place, a happier place, a better personally developed place. And that's my passion because I see so many coaches who are amazing at their craft. They love what they do, but they aren't, they don't see themselves as business owners. And they have to transition into that and learn that and learn how to market themselves. And so that's where I want to come in and help them um, and help them do that. So that's kind of my, my whole story. 
I love that. I love that. And it's, and it's interesting because, you know, the world during the pandemic, a lot of people experience what you experienced in 2017, right? Is, oh, the job, the, the job disappeared on me. It was unexpected. And I have to figure out how do I now create this income and create this revenue? And so I would love to know for you, you know, if somebody was trying to get started growing, let's say a coaching business, all right, where should they begin with? What do you think is in today, we're in 2023, what do you think is the first place that you would encourage someone to go who's trying to make um, a side hustle or start a business that's coaching related? Yeah, well, I think there's two different answers to this. One would be just if you're starting from complete scratch and you don't know your message and offer and all that stuff yet, you got to figure that part out first. So the first thing would be, let's figure out what is like the outcomes. If you could do a little brainstorm on, if you could provide any result you wanted to people, um, what would it be? And don't rule out just because you feel like, quote unquote, you, you're not competent yet at doing that or you, you, you know, just like dream a little bit and think about if I could provide any result I wanted to people, what would that be? And then from there, we can tweak it to what is, you know, in your experience and who's in your network that we could already either decide as your niche or who do you want to start targeting as your niche, all that stuff. But that's really important first is you got to decide like what you can't just say, I do coaching and I do coaching sessions. Like that's not going to fly anymore in this industry, you have to be able to stand out and provide some kind of outcome type of thing or reduce friction along the way to get to an outcome. So that's the first thing. The second thing though, like once you have those basics down, let's say you have your offer, you know, your niche, all that, and you're ready to start actually acquiring clients, you have to decide which path you want to go based on a couple things. One is how much time you have to put into your business. Two is what's the lowest hanging fruit. So do you already, you know, I've had clients who they already speak for companies. So why don't we just leverage that opportunity? Or like they already um, love LinkedIn and have are very familiar with using it. So we pick that as their first platform or whatever. So what's the lowest hanging fruit? What are your strengths and what you can actually stick with? So if you love being on podcasts and talking and sharing, or you love writing and you're more of like a blog type of person or author type of person. So that's something to take into account. And then the last thing is where is your audience and what makes it easiest to get in front of them or find them? So um, all of these things will determine which path you should go. I don't think there's a one size fits all that everybody needs to start on Instagram or everybody needs to start on LinkedIn. I will say that I think organic starting out is probably better than paid ads starting out because you got to figure out what people respond to organically first, and then you'll at least go into, you're still going to have to test in ads. There will still be differences, but um, you'll at least go in with a better knowledge. So um, one other thing, and I'm sorry, I'm going for a long time on this question, but I just want to share it is I like to teach, I have a training called the four basics of client attraction, and we can put that in the show notes or something. But the point is there's when it comes to marketing, it's very simple. If you're in a service-based business, it always comes down to kind of four steps that um, I like to share. And that is connecting with your ideal client, um, engaging with them. So getting clear on what are they struggling with? What do they want? What, what is their need? The third thing would be offering a pre-offer, which is that first step to your world. So that first step to give them a quick win or quick result 
that doesn't require a huge commitment on their end, and then the sales process. And not everybody makes it to step four. That's okay. But that in, in any marketing platform or thing you pick, those are pretty much the main steps you're going to be going through. Yeah. Now, there's a lot, a lot of juice getting us started here, Haley. So I love that. And we're going to dig into a lot of this. And I, and I want to talk about the one of the first things you said, which was when you are looking at what to actually start your business around. You know, I find that a lot of people sell themselves short. They're like, oh, I want to make money doing this. Like, how great would it be to make money doing this? And then they think, no, I got to be realistic. You can't make money doing that. Right. But I want to share a few examples. Like, I know somebody who has made a ton of money teaching self-defense gun classes. I know somebody who has built one of our clients. She ended up creating like a whole program on Microsoft Excel. She wow. just loved teaching Excel and now she does that, right? And so anything that, that you can teach somebody that people want to learn about, there is opportunity to be made. And there are some crazy niches that, that are out there, but I think it's so important that if you are excited about it, if it's your purpose, if you're knowledgeable about it, there is an opportunity. Now, a lot of the other stuff you said is how do you leverage that into seeing if that's actually the direction of the business. But in the beginning, go big. Like there is nobody except for you that will tell you that this idea won't, will and won't work, right? Like you have to make a decision to put it on the paper first before you can even start to say yes or no to is this actually viable and can I validate this, right? Right. Well, and you can look at your list and say, how can I like be solutions oriented? So if you put on your list, I want to provide the results of, um, let's say you, Jake, I want to help people become bestsellers. Well, if you, you probably know how to do that because you've done it yourself. And so you have all the pieces in your program and stuff, but let's say maybe you've never had a client yet that you turned into a bestseller. Well, we could start working backwards to what are all the things I would need to provide or who would I need to include in my program as a guest or what kind of things would I go need to go tackle and learn before I offer this program and just brainstorm solutions for how you can offer that result. And of course you can't offer it today, but you could develop a plan and a program that would allow you to start to offer that and get proof of concept. And then as you do that, you know, you can start marketing that message more. And the other thing that's important for coaches who are really scared to start because they're overthinking things and all that is your message is allowed to evolve. My message started with, I help um, health coaches because I only worked with health coaches when I first started. That was it. And now I've expanded, but in the beginning, that was it. And I said, I help you with your business uh, time management and habits. I help you with what are the client generating activities? And I help you overcome the self-doubt and stuff that, that holds you back from putting yourself out there with your business. And now I can say bigger things because I've helped clients with more things than that. But um, in the beginning, that was it because that was all I felt comfortable saying. And so that's, that's where I started. I, I love that you went there because it just totally takes me back through my journey of the how it's evolved. And a lot of times I see and I, I was guilty of this too, is I was trying to find the perfect niche or the perfect result or the perfect thing before I started to actually do it. But that was entirely backwards. As soon as I picked something and I went, the market told me if I was on the right track or if I needed to change or what the pricing should be. But if I never decided, I never got started, I would have never gathered that information. And so my most recent or last couple of years was 
you know, I, I was speaking to a lot of people and I was like, I could speak to anybody. Right. And I, I niched down a little bit there. And then when I started doing coaching, I was like, I coach entrepreneurs. Then I was like, I coach new entrepreneurs, how to get to their first six figures, because that was something I had done multiple times in different industries. So I was like, oh, that's a little bit more specific. And then I was like, wait a sec, let's go even deeper. What have I done that's more unique to me? What are the people asking me about? Oh, everybody wants to write books. Well, I help entrepreneurs and coaches write and launch nonfiction books to grow their business. So now it's really specific, right? And people now know Hey, I want to write a book. Okay, Jake's my guy. Or I don't write a, want to write a book. Guess what? They don't come to me. But that's okay. And that's also part of this evolutionary process as you run your business. So I want to take it down this rabbit hole, okay? We're talking about how to identify the right idea. We're talking about really getting going. We're in a new year. And so this means for some people, they're starting scratch. They're like, this is my year. I make this um, sporadic income more consistent. This is the year that people are saying, I'm hitting that 10K mark consistently. This is people saying, I'm going from 10 to 20 or 30 or 50K a month. This is like that time. What places do you think in 2023 are going to be the best to find quality leads? And I know that this isn't a one size fits all, but where are you putting your attention and kind of telling your clients to find the to yeah. find leads? Yeah, I love that. So I'll tell you what I do, and then I can maybe tell you some of my clients. So um, personally, I have like a very, it didn't start out this way, but I have a very balanced approach. So in other words, I have LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook relationship building and posting and stuff going on at all times. And I use the same, pretty much the same posts on all platforms, pretty much the same kind of process to connect with people on all platforms, but that's going on all the time. So I'm util utilizing those. Um, now I've started because I've been seeing, this is something I'm actually really excited about is YouTube shorts. Um, for whatever reason, I Instagram, I got mixed feelings on lately. They are changing a lot of stuff. I feel like it's pretty unpredictable as far as what happens with your posts and all that. But I found that YouTube also unpredictable, but better wins. Like I'll post a short and it will just get, you know, a, over a thousand views randomly. And I'm just like, whoa, that's cool. And people commenting now and all that stuff. So I'm very into YouTube shorts right now, repurposing my Instagram reels into that. And then the other thing that I've seen, um, a lot of people doing, of course, and I've had a guest on my, in my program and all this is TikTok. And that's more for the cool thing about TikTok is when you post on it, it exposes you to a new audience every time. Whereas on Instagram, not all, you're not guaranteed that every time Instagram I, or TikTok, I think shows it to like, gets you three to 6% or something new reach each time you do a TikTok. Um, have I hit the jackpot on TikTok or seen any ROI on it yet? No. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I'm not the expert on that. And that's why I have two guests in my program on that. But the point being, um, I think it's important right now to do short form, very attention grabbing, very get to the point type of content in 2023. And I also think it's important this year to stop the BS. So like, I've seen, um, I think we need to address like real stories, real marketing, real emotions, not this, like, I think it's getting over beaten down this message of like, get, get rich quick or the shortcut to blank or, you know, guarantee 
get 25 appointments a week. Like, I think that that's getting overdone and people are getting jaded with that. So I, um, I think it's important to kind of make sure you're doing real, like people respond to real people respond to authentic always. Um, but especially this year, I think. Yeah. No, you mentioned a lot of great things in it. And it's interesting because, you know, a, a couple of years ago, a year ago, two years ago, probably two years or so, everyone, everyone's focus on the internet was focus on one platform, go all in on that platform, and then go do a bunch of other things. But as technology as advances, I think this is a big correlation, as technology advances and it becomes easier to distribute to more, everybody's now saying in 2023, and I heard Neil Patel, who's a very well-known marketer, he was like, you want to be omnipresent. Now, does that mean you have to be posting on every single platform at all, at all every time? No. But what it does mean is get really good on one so that you have a solid hub and then yep. be able to repurpose that and distribute that across the board so that you can be, like you said, exposed to new audiences on these different platforms. Maybe you'll get a, a viral for you reel, or maybe you'll get a viral for you TikTok or viral for you short. And that brings in new people, new eyeballs, and it yeah. all leads. But the thing that's most important that, that I think you were talking about is this realness. You know, yeah. I think that the realness of who you are because nobody else can be you. And so the realness of who you are is going to attract the people that you really want to be working with. Because the last thing you want to do is be great at these marketing headlines, but then have a bunch of people you don't actually even want to help. And then you're playing the game of, well, do I take the money and the clients, but I work with people that I'm not thrilled about, or do I not have any clients because I haven't been my true self? And I think that that realness is such a, such a great component. So I love, love, love that you shared that. Now, you mentioned something about attention grabbing as you went through that. Yeah. When people think of attention grabbing, first thing you normally go to is the things of guarantee this, uh, the shortcut to this, right? Because you're grabbing their attention. That's what we respond to is the marketing, right? Yeah. So how do you create um, attention grabbing headlines or attention grabbing content where you can still be your authentic self yeah. and you don't want to be like those marketers. Some of those marketers love being that way and that's great because that's them. Mm -hmm. But when you have somebody who's not like that, use those headlines, there's a, there's a gap. So how do you, um, for the person who wants to be more authentic and real, but also wants to be attention grabbing, how could they go about producing content and creating headlines? Yes, this is a really awesome question. No one's ever asked this, but I, I want to go through that. But can I add one thing I forgot to mention? Okay, because I don't want people to walk away from this um, podcast thinking that content is like the way you're going to get clients all the time. Because yep. I actually think it's a, a extra tool. I don't think it's the thing that gets you clients. So I just want to add to my strategies this year and what my clients and I do a lot of is very much relationship building, marketing, and partnerships. You and I are here on a podcast right now. We connected this week. I've had a podcast every day this week. I've done guest trainings for people's audiences. I do, um, you know, we share people's freebies. Like I, I'm very much about how can we get in front of each other's audiences and provide value and do collaborative partnership type of marketing. And I've found that that's very efficient it does grow my audience. It does have a social media benefit, but it's not, and it is creating content, I guess, because we're doing an interview and stuff. But the point being, I'm not spending all my time worrying about my content, if that, if that makes sense. I'm doing it, but it's not like I know this content is 
my key to success. My email list is the key to my success. My people I'm talking with and doing partnerships with, that's like what I'm focused on. So I just wanted to share that disclaimer. Uh, and then some of my clients like local marketing too, because they don't like online as much. So there's always an option for you if you like hate social media and all that. But uh, it, it social media kind of has to be involved in some way, shape or form. But I just wanted to um, share that there's also other things you can be doing to amplify and speed things up. Okay, now to your question about the headlines. Um, I think there's a couple things. One, it's really more about the delivery. So if your headline is, you know, I have a training called how to book paying clients without posting more or needing a big audience. Now, I'm not trying to say that you never need to post in that training. I'm saying that that's, as I just said, not the main thing that's going to convert clients. Uh, and I explain that in the training, but it's still a catchy headline. And I'm not saying you have to do, you know, no, no posting, but I'm saying like, you don't need a huge audience to get started and you don't need to post more. Everybody thinks the answer is posting more and that's not the answer. So I think that there's a balance of like, you know, saying something that uh, is marketable, but that you also explain more in your content. So if you're doing a reel or something and you're saying how to lose 10 pounds in, you know, whatever time frame, as long as you're elaborating on, you know, why, why you're saying that and you can back it up, it's all good. But if you're saying that, and then, you know, like, um, that you're not giving the full, like there's, that's an unrealistic timeline, then maybe don't focus on those kinds of headlines. So I think there's a thing where you could do what I guess to get people thinking about what could feel authentic to them. What I would think about is what are your ideal clients internal excuses and beliefs that are holding them back from getting to the outcomes you want. And sometimes your headlines aren't going to always be like, make $20 million. It's sometimes it's going to be like, literally, um, how to get out of your own way when it comes to, uh, or how to stop sabotaging yourself in your relationships or something, even if, and then insert something that they've been doing over and over again, or that hasn't worked or something. So the point is, think about internal excuses. Second is think about um, external things that are holding them back, whether it's time, whether it's things they've tried in the past. And then the last thing would be, and this is um, it's it, it, Russell Brunson's idea of think about what's their objections to how, what you teach. So if you teach meditation as a stress reliever, and you know, people hate meditation because they feel like they're doing it wrong and they need to get educated that they're not doing it wrong. They just need to let their thoughts pass by then you might make a piece of content on that. So brainstorm that first. And then to put it into a catchy headline, you could either use numbers. So you could say three ways to do blah, blah, blah. You could use even if like, so insert headline, even if you've, and then insert what they've already tried. Or you could use like, so that and connect it to the dream outcome. Or you can use without, so like do blank without, and then insert what you're not gonna make them do. There's a way to do it, I think, with those still still that copywriting rules without sounding debaggy, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I love yeah. that. I love that. And I, I just wrote that all down, um, the three things, you know, and I think that's really great for the headlines is even if what, uh, so what, or what'd you say? Yeah, so that and without, and I, and I like that. And all these ideas are really great. And that's what you teach about in your training. So how do we follow you to see how you're doing this in real life. How do we sign up for your training? Give us all the goods. 
Yeah. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, I'm at HaleyRowe.com and we'll put actually my other, my website that you can go to in the show notes. Um, but as far as the training goes, I have a training called how to book more paying clients without posting more or a big audience, as I mentioned. And that's for you. If you're like, I want to learn what is the overall things that I need to be paying attention to, to get clients and uh, maybe why you haven't been getting them as consistently as you'd like. So that's at HaleyRowe.com slash training. And um, I'm also, I have the Health Coach Nation podcast and Facebook group, and I'm on Instagram at Haley underscore Rowe. So many ways we can get in touch with you. Um, and I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, Haley. I appreciate you for joining us and, and being part of this. And if you're listening to this, okay, if you're listening to this, I want to give you a little challenge right now because I think that the short form content, the attention grabbing headlines, the being authentic, the being real, these are all things that, that you can implement immediately. So I want to challenge you on this is do a reel or do a post of three things you learned in this podcast, okay? The second challenge, I'm going I'm to keep it on you, right? We're starting the new year off hot is go to Haley's profile on Instagram, go to my profile on Instagram, and I'll speak for myself here. You have full permission to see exactly what headlines I'm using and what phrases, and then just do it in your own style. Don't yeah. try to recreate and come up with something new. Just take what someone's already doing, make it your own, make it yours, and go for it. So that's what I have for you today. And if you enjoyed this, let us know, tag us on social, follow Haley, join her training, do all the good things, because this year we're booming. We're going to the moon. So let's go. Let's have some fun. And I will see you all on the next show.